0: what up ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to a brand new episode of the square circle podcast i am your host marie shadows and on this episode we will be going over wwe nxt halloween havoc 2022 it happened last night ladies and gentlemen on a saturday october 22nd 2022 which by the way i enjoy a lot more pay-per-views on saturdays or are we calling it premium live events. Either way, I like wrestling shows and wrestling pay-per-views or premium live events on Saturdays. Sundays, man, you know, Monday is a work day. It's the weekday. Like, it just doesn't make any sense or add up if you put it on a Sunday. Like, wrestling companies, please put your pay-per-views and premium live events on Saturdays for now on. As always, if you enjoy the Square Circle podcast, which turned three years old on October 19th, three years old of doing podcasting, of talking about wrestling, talking about my life at one point in WWE, continuing to cover professional wrestling, giving you guys the best podcast episodes out there, whether that is standalone podcasting or from my live streams on twitch.tv forward slash Marie underscore shadows, which you shouldn't miss at all. You really shouldn't. It's really fun to be over there on Twitch where you get to not only talk wrestling with me, but we get to do watch alongs. So twitch.tv forward slash Marie underscore shadows to have some fun over there. However, I do want to say again, happy three years of podcasting from the square circle podcast, creating the square circle podcast and continuing on with the square circle podcast, because believe it or not, wrestling podcasts do not last very long. Everyone always puts their podcast on the back burner while they have other things to attend to. So it's understandable that wrestling podcasts do not last. The minimum is like three years to be on the air maximum five years, and then they call it quits. Well, Square Circle Podcast is only getting started because I love what I do, and I love talking about wrestling and giving you guys a different perspective and open up your world to a different way of thinking about wrestling and the stories and the characters and just really fall in love with what makes wrestling the most unique sports entertainment in the world because there is nothing like it. When we talk about entertainment and sports, wrestling is the only one that combines both elements of theater, theatrics, storytelling, and physicality. So wrestling is very special. You guys know I love wrestling. You guys know that I love doing these podcast episodes. And I thank each and every one of you from around the world. That's right. Around the world. I thank each and every one of you guys for tuning in, listening, and eventually get some listener support through some one-time donations or monthly donations. Whether that will be from a Substack monthly or yearly subscription, or if you see my PayPal hanging around, you could do a one-time donation of whatever amount you want to give, because while this is free content, I still have to do the editing and the researching and anything else I'm just letting you guys know so that way we could be on the same page and I'm always transparent with my community and my listeners and it takes a lot of time and effort to create the best quality over quantity podcast episodes there is or there are either way Square Circle Podcast turns three years old. I appreciate everyone from around the world that has listened to an episode, shared an episode, or even shared some feedback with me, which I appreciate you guys. Now, with that being said, let's kick off this review by talking about NXT's Halloween Havoc 2022. we start off with the nxt north american championship ladder match i like the north american championship and i also like ladder matches this included wesley carmelo hayes nathan frazier oro mensa and von wagner very innovative offense from each of these guys in this match with the ladders it was very fun to see how ladder matches were going to happen in a small area like the NXT arena because it's not the previous one like at full sale. I don't know what they call this one, but it's like the NXT arena that's moved from the full sale one. By the way, this is my first ever NXT review. I used to review NXT back in the day. I used to write up. Uh, reviews when Kevin Owens was there like the original set of the Golden black brand wrestlers were there before they got called up to the main roster so this is the first time that I am reviewing an NXT show for you guys so like I said very innovative offense very risky offense and I really do enjoy watching Carmelo Hayes Wesley Nathan Frazier is great and Oral is great Von Wagner still needs to find his footing and still needs to find what makes him Von Wagner because he just looks like he's just there. Like he can't really move and flip and have this speed like the rest of them, which sort of balances it out because he is that bigger guy. I'm only referring to like height because Body size, he's not that much bigger than, like, all these guys combined anyway. But, like, height-wise, he looks like a big man. He moves like a big man. And for some reason, whenever they have these ladder matches, you always have the one big man there to throw off the balance of all the other small guys who do the flips and the risky moves and make everything come together. Which, by the way, is not a knock on, like, their size or ability. It's just that's how observation works. So at one point, Von Wagner does pick up Wesley and throws him across out of the ring and Wesley hits the announce table and man, it looked like a really bad hard landing and it should have been thought twice about it. He overshot it. So there's that. And then there was another instance where Von Wagner was taking out this really huge ladder and almost hit the female fan in the front row with the ladder until like officials were like yelling at him to bring some awareness to it. And all I wanted to do was just take that clip and apply friends where Ross is telling, I believe it's either Joey or Chandler to pivot when they're bringing up the Sofa up the stairs. So I really wanted someone to yell out, pivot, pivot to like Von Wagner so that way he didn't have to like hit, well, almost hit, almost hit the female fan in the front row. This was really amazing, fun match. And they started NXT Halloween Havoc with this. So our winner for the NXT North America Championship match is Wesley, which is very... Awesome that he becomes champion. Our next match was Apollo Crews versus Grayson Waller. Now, the stipulation for this, because they had to spin the wheel, and it will give the stipulation, was a casket match. I was a little surprised that it was a casket match. I honestly felt like this match went on a little too long, and they brought out a small casket, And as Apollo Crews and Grayson Waller is fighting at one point in the match, Grayson Waller pushes Apollo Crews off of the turnbuckles and Apollo Crews lands straight into the very small casket. And so the commentators play it up by saying, you know, it's the referee's discretion. What's going to happen now? How is he going to close the door on Apollo Crews? And everyone is still trying to figure this out. Everyone is as confused as the referees and probably people watching at home. I know I was confused when I saw this. And I was like, well, where do we go from here? Like, what's going to be happening? So then eventually the lights go out and I'm here thinking it's going to be a surprise. Someone's going to show up on NXT. I don't know, maybe a Bray Wyatt, maybe the boogeyman, maybe somebody of very scary-esque, Or like a Halloween theme or somebody new that they're developing and like none of that happened. So what happens is that the lights come back on. You see Apollo Crews rejuvenated as if like all the attacks he took during the match never phased him. And more druids come out and they bring out a larger casket, which I was like, this casket looks familiar from when Viscera and I think Undertaker had their match. And that's why I was like, this looks familiar. It's a little bit bigger. It's a little bit roomier and stuff. It has the red fur on the inside and and all that kind of stuff. So Apollo Crews come out. Apollo Crews is kicking Grayson Waller's ass. And they keep fighting. They keep doing this story of, you know, who's going to shut the door first and, you know, what we're going to see here and, you know, building back up the emotional ride to it, which I totally get. I understood it. However, I still felt like all of this was a little unnecessary unless you wanted to debut a new type of character for Apollo Cruz, where he could play into the folklore of his people in Nigeria and all of the myths and have them come to life and be like a brand new sort of undertaker, but times a hundred, a brand new Bray Wyatt-esque, but times a hundred, because it's involving his culture. It's involving the myths and everything. And that'd be totally different from stereotypes that black wrestlers often play, which is kind of sad. You want them to break out of the stereotypical, put you in a box type of character And I would think that that would have been the perfect time to make a new Apollo cruise by having the lights go out, come back on, and bam, display a new character for Apollo Crews because I think that it's sort of unfair that he had the whole Nigerian thing going on and he had his commander and he'll go out there every single week on the main roster and it was really picking up traction and then all of a sudden... It stopped, and then we see Apollo Crews back in NXT, so why not create a new type of character? Why not create a new type of dark entity or a Undertaker-esque? I'm really trying to find the right words for this, but some type of character where he dives into the lore of Nigeria, the myth of Nigeria, whatever... Myth and legends that Nigeria has, I would like to see if he could bring it to life. And that's the kind of character that I was hoping was going to be when the lights went out, lights came back on, and then the casket came back out so that way they could finish the match. In wrestling, I want to get told stories. In wrestling, I want to learn different cultures. And in wrestling, I do want to learn about other... Areas of mythological stories that we don't normally talk about. We always talk about Greek mythology. And we always know those stories of like Zeus. And Hades and Aries and all of those mythical beings. But I really don't know too much about like a Nigerian mythology. I can't Google it. Somebody may tell me to Google it. But I want to see it come to life. I want to get that connection. I want to fall in love with fantasy done right. And so with Apollo Cruz's new strength and vigor, he is fighting Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller is doing a perfect job matching him strength for strength, shot for shot, until eventually Apollo Crews gets the upper hand and Apollo Cruz knocks out Grayson Waller, and closes the casket door, thus winning the casket match. Next, we have our weapons wild match. This was between Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade. They used to be best friends, very good friends. And then I believe Cora Jade turned on Roxanne And this is where we come to our grudge match, which is a weapons wild match. And all they did was use weapons, which was great. There was no, let's lock up with a collar and double tie up. Let's break out of that to do a wrist lock into a hammer lock, or even bring you into a side headlock. Like none of those were there. And so this was a really good match where you had two women who understood the assignment and basically tore the house down with the weapons that they used, the psychology that they used, the ending that they used, and it really felt good. It didn't feel like overly planned. It didn't feel like overly produced. And we see that sometimes in AEW when it comes to the hardcore side of the women's matches or just in general certain matches over at AEW, not to make this a AEW versus WWE thing, But I believe that this match here between Roxanne and Cora was tastefully done. Like really nice. It had a story. It was simple. It wasn't overproduced. Of course, you're going to have like the heel run away from the baby face because that's what they want to do. You want to drag them into your strategy and stuff. And then when they have their guard down, you should obviously attack. They use a lot of chairs. They fought all the way up to this podium in the NXT arena and they had a little moment of like, should Roxanne push Cora J down to the tables below her? Should have Roxanne push Cora J down? We didn't know in that moment because Roxanne was fighting within her, her inner conflict. And that's what I really love about WWE and all of their brands. Every single one of these wrestlers get some type of spotlight or a highlight of whatever internal conflict that they're dealing with and how they go about trying to get over that inner conflict. In this case between Roxanne and Cora, because Roxanne was having that inner conflict, eventually both of them decided to go down together in this blades of glory as in who could hurt the other more. Both women definitely took the hurt when both of them fell through the tables below. And then eventually, by sheer will and pride, got up and continued fighting and continued to do a couple more amazing small spots that were nicely done. So, the one that really ended the match is when Roxanne did pop rocks onto Cora Jade, onto the chairs. And that allowed Roxanne Perez to pick up the victory over Cora J by pinfall. Like I said, this Weapons Wild wow match was really nicely done, tastefully done, and fit within the confines of the story, fit within the confines of what the match should be. All right, so our next match is the Ambulance match. Which, by the way, if you guys are not following me on Twitter, follow me at Marie underscore Shadows on Twitter because I often go into Bama's Twitter spaces. And if you don't know who Bama Dave is, go follow him at Bama Chatter because he sets up some really nice Twitter spaces where we get to talk about wrestling and we get to do this fun show called check your temperature, where we go over a match card that's coming up a very popular premium live event or pay-per-view. And we go through the matches and you say you're either hot, warm or cold for the match, your explanation and who do you think is going to go over? So in the Twitter spaces that I did with him, not too long ago, about this exact pay per view or premium live event, I basically said that I was cold for this match. Bama really told the story again of how we got to a Julius Creed versus Damian Kemp sort of story here with Diamond Mine and all of that. And it kind of still felt like it was so overproduced, so overcomplicated that I said I was cold for this match. Man, was I wrong. I said I was cold for it. Watching it was really fun and different and really had a lot of personality to it, which I enjoyed and it was really good back and forth. It had a lot of drama, had a lot of high points, not really too much low points because most of the stuff that you would think would be a low point is, oh, he... Knocked out his brother, so to speak, right? And put him in the ambulance match and bam, that's it. The match is done. While Damien Kemp decided to put his hands on the door and get his hands smashed. So that way the ambulance door doesn't close and end the match. So you would think that knocking him out, putting it in there, shutting the door would be a low point. But we didn't really get there. The energy in the story was really on high. And it never really dipped. And I really did enjoy this ambulance match, despite me saying that I'm cold for this match. So in the end, after so much fighting, after so much destroying each other, because apparently they are brothers in this, after so much destroying each other, Julius Creed defeated Damon Kemp in this ambulance match. And Damon Kemp went to the nearest hospital Because it's an ambulance match. Our next match is the NXT Women's Championship match. Which had Mandy Rose defending her NXT Women's Championship against Alba Fire. Now, before this match actually got started. Earlier in the night of NXT Halloween Havoc. Alba Fire told Mandy Rose to go visit her at this haunted house. And so Mandy, along with Toxic Attraction... Went over there and it was a nice little cinematic Halloween haunted house type of thing. And Alba Fire, again, kidnapped Mandy Rose. Knocked her out when Mandy Rose was getting some consciousness in the car, which was dangerous. You got to keep your eyes on the road if you don't have someone in the passenger seat to really be like, let me knock her out. So they finally get to the arena and then they have their match and... It was very interesting, you know, that parking lot in NXT is the most dangerous parking lot in all of America. So they fought in the parking lot for a little bit and Mandy Rose goes through the front door and they end up at the NXT arena and they start having their match. It was really good. Alba Fire is really good, especially in her offense. The same thing with Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose... Basically decided to up her game and decided to tell the wrestling universe that she could hang with the rest of the wrestlers on the roster and she has become a success. She really has. The fact that she has the NXT Women's Championship says a lot. It really does. She definitely improved, leaps and bounds, really good wrestler, just overall performer, and she knows what to do with it in the spotlight. Fire is still trying to find her footing. And while people do appreciate her and there are fans out there, I just don't think it's Fire's time to be champion. And if she is champion, I would like to see how the run goes, but I'm not sure how far we'll get. This was a very cool match. However, of course, there was some interference. Toxic Attraction finally made it to the building after being separated from Mandy Rose and decided to stop the referee in his count. So that way Alba Fire does not pick up the victory over Mandy Rose. So toxic attraction helped Mandy Rose retain that NXT women's championship. All right, guys, we have come to the main event of NXT Halloween Havoc 2022 Before I dive into this triple threat match, I would like to pose this question for you guys. And if you guys want to give me an answer, you are more than welcome to tag me on social media, on Twitter, at Marie underscore Shadows, or leave a comment at marieshadows.substack.com if you are signed up for the newsletter. If you're not signed up for the newsletter, what are you doing? It's extra content, extra wrestling All free content with some paid content sprinkled in between the free content. And last but not least, you could always drop a Twitch chat. Whatever your thoughts is over at twitch.tv forward slash Maria underscore shadows. So here is my question to every single person that watched NXT Halloween Havoc 2022. What did you enjoy so far? What are your highlights? What was your best matches? What did you enjoy? Let me know what you thought about the PLE, the premium live event. Tell me what you thought about the matches. Let me know. Again, let me know at marie underscore shadows over on Twitter or a comment on the newsletter marieshadows.substack.com, which you should be signed up for. It is free absolutely free to sign up for or if i'm ever on twitch.tv forward slash Marie underscore shadows drop your thought right into the chat all right this nxt championship triple threat match had braun breaker defending his nxt championship title against dragunov and jd McDuggan. look i don't know why they couldn't just keep him as jordan devlin Or find something easier because his last name, I can't really pronounce it. And I'm going to mess it up. So, for the sake of me reviewing this triple threat match, it will just be as JD or Jordan Devlin. And that's that. Because that's a lot more easier, a lot more better. It rolls off the tongue. As for Dragonoff, he's going to say Dragonoff because I know I'm going to mess up his first name. So, this match was really, really, really great. I enjoy... Triple threat matches. I miss triple threat matches. There is a place for triple threat matches in wrestling, and we don't get to see it often. And I miss that because you could tell a lot of story. You could cover a lot of ground. You could have a lot of character building. This freaking triple threat match had a lot of character building between Dragunov's untapped emotional prowess that Dragunov has. He's able to elicit these... Various ranges of emotions from anger to surprise to I'm going to kick your ass right here, right now. And he displayed that throughout the whole entire time in this triple threat match against JD and also against Braun Breaker. The cool thing about JD is that he can match Dragunov's emotional prowess as well with the facial expressions, the body language. And that's what made the triple threat great. All three of these guys had that body language, that presence. Like you knew that this was going to be one hell of a match where both of these guys were going to beat the shit out of each other and have some really cool spots here and there. And some spotlights on Dragunaw, spotlights on JD, spotlight on Braun Breaker. It was great from start to finish, and I really did enjoy it. Braun Breaker looked like the monster that he is. And Dragunov looked like the technician and also the fiery wrestler that he is. And JD looked like the masterful mastermind in this match. Each of them played a different role. Each of them told a different story that weaved in and out. And that's what I appreciate about telling a story in a match. You can't always just have straight wrestling where it's the very basic of collar and double tie up. You break, you go into a side headlock, you break again to try to do a wrist lock. You break again to do a hammer lock, and then somehow it goes back into a side headlock takeover, you know? And then start doing chops and forearms and suplexes and stuff and moves and combos that just quickly follow each other. There's no selling, there's nothing. Any match could be like that. Any match could just be two guys wrestling getting their spots in, getting their shit in, and call it a night, right? After they get a pinfall, maybe submission, not even like a count-out, not even a DQ. So, you know, there are fans who just like that. But if you like those type of matches, go watch UFC. Because UFC doesn't have stories inside of their matches, as far as I know. Until, like, maybe recently, because Dana White knows the importance of making a story happen inside of a match inside of a real fight because it brings more money. It brings more eyes. It brings more ticket sales because story sells the same way that we're like sex sells, story sells, knowledge sells. So for this in particular, for WWE NXT, they know how to tell stories inside a match. And that's what I appreciate. And yeah, of course in the background, AEW doesn't normally do that shit in a match. And if they do, it's so painstakingly, Very, very subtle rather than 50% charging of like, here it is, here's a story, come be involved in this story. And most of the time, it's the same story over and over. This NXT Championship triple threat match between Braun Breaker. Dragonoff and JD showed you three different personalities that WWE is creating in the next future of superstars when all three of these guys eventually go to the main roster, which is not anytime soon. But I'm just saying that when they eventually go to the main roster, you have made superstars in Braun Breaker, Dragunov and JD. Like I was saying earlier, JD looked like the masterful mastermind in this match letting Braun Breaker and Dragonoff fight each other. You have Dragonoff here who has that very fiery, passionate soul of making sure that you know he's going to beat your ass and you're going to hurt and then the next day you're going to get up and be sore and be like, oh, that was from Dragonoff." You know, I kind of remember. And then Braun Breaker is like the gatekeeper waiting for you to try to do something, but he's right there with an answer and he's definitely the man in charge similar to what the tribal chief is. So, you know, eventually down the line, we might end up getting that Braun Breaker versus Roman Reigns, which I would definitely love. And so with that being said, this amazing main event had Braun Breaker defeating Dragunov and JD to retain that NXT championship title. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up my first ever NXT Halloween Havoc 2022 review. Make sure to leave a comment to let me know how I did because I was a little nervous doing this, to be honest. I really was. So let me know whether that is over on the Twitter side at Marie underscore shadows or over at Substack, which is MarieShadows.Substack.com or on Twitch.TV forward slash Marie underscore shadows whenever I go live. Now, I do want to turn all of our attention to something that is very awesome, very unique, and it's a plug for my buddies over at Botch Spots and Chair Shots. If you have not interacted with either the Will Gray or Allison, you guys need to do so. These guys are amazing at what they do, the amount of work that they put in to have this amazing plethora of amazing interviews with indie wrestlers from around the world and from their local Tennessee indie area as well. And they put out very great quality. I have been honored to be on the show a couple of times. I was on the first ever history of the belt or history of the strap like D. Will Gray talks about and names the show that. And we did the history of the IWGP Intercontinental Championship, and that's a very fun episode. And I've been on other episodes where we talk about the news and give our ideas and updates. And, you know, I really do enjoy working with The Will Gray and Allison from time to time. They are running a charity live pro wrestling show, Orange Ribbon Rumble. Benefit for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society on Friday, October 28, 2022. It's going to be held at the Gladville Community Center 95, McCrary Road, Lebanon, Tennessee. Doors open up at 7 p.m., bell time 8 p.m. All seats are $10, and this is from Bosch Spots and Chair Shots, And Pro Wrestling Alliance. Now, the thing behind this is that the Will Gray is a cancer survivor. He has or had because he beat leukemia, the same disease that Roman Reigns has. So the Will Gray is as strong as our tribal chief, Roman Reigns. So he defeated leukemia, and in celebration, they are doing the charity to raise money for leukemia and lymphoma. And if you enjoy charities, goodwill, very good, wholesome content, please make sure to reach out to the Botch Spots and Chair Shots team at botchspotsandchairshots at gmail.com. That is B O T C H E D. S-P O T S A N D C H A I R S H O T S at Gmail.com. So all you have to do is reach out to either the Will Grey or Allison through that email, botch spots, and chair shots at gmail.com. Let them know you're interested to donate at least ten dollars to get your name and or podcast and or publication on their banner to showcase it for the event, to showcase it to the world, and you'll be helping out for a great cause. So again, Bosch spots and chair shots at gmail.com if you are interested in donating a small sum for this great cause. Again, the event is on October 28, 2022. It's on a Friday over in Tennessee And if you're able to make it, that's awesome. That's great. Go visit, go have fun in a live pro wrestling show and say what up to the Will Gray and Allison because they're going to be there. I wish I could travel to Tennessee and hang out with them and just really support the cause and really support them and the show and the wrestlers and definitely give you a live update of like what's happening at the show. So anyway, if you really want to help out the email is there. I let you guys know what's going on, and it will be great if you guys want to go and give them some love and support. With that being said, as always, if you like this episode, please make sure to tell a friend. Please make sure to share this. If you want to leave me feedback, you can find me on Twitter at Maria underscore Shadows. You can find me on Substack marieshadows.substack.com. It is free to sign up. And then you could also find me on twitch.tv forward slash Marie underscore Shadows. I thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Square Circle Podcast. Me reviewing NXT Halloween Havoc 2022. I was so nervous doing so, but thank you for getting this far. Thank you for listening. And you have been listening to an episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am Marie Shadows, and I'll see you guys. On the next one.